that intro, John. First off, I thing. normally do the intros, and then you came in on like this high octave for no reason, which usually says that you're it's, lying. It's, it's like, ha- do I look good in this dress? And you're like, yeah, you look great. That was first the of all, intro to shake and disturbed right there. That first of all, that. it's not for no reason. It's because it's Pride Month, and I wanted a chance to be proud. Okay, let me live okay, my that's... life that way. Number one. And speaking of which, my voice it says everything you need to know about Pride Month uh, yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. What's Horse, my friend. It is horse. What happened to you, my dear? Did something happen recently with your voice? Tell us. Tell us all the details. Yeah. Well, when you work for Andy Cohen, he has. He's a good guy. He's a good time. And sometimes on mm. Friday, he's like, "Sunday night party sounds fun." And in my mind, I'm like, "Yeah, that <laughs> does sound fun." And then I'm like, "Wait, I'm old. I'm 33. I can't oh do my this God, anymore." Here we go. We're, we and, both do uh, this. Yeah. I was belting show tunes. Um, suddenly Seymour and like, you know, whatever what? I'm saying in rent until like 1 a.m. And this it's is the just, gayest this thing is, I've ever heard. Well, I hate to, I hate to in a good way. Me. Yeah, but I am. You are gay. Okay. okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, like we haven't figured that out after hundreds of episodes, by the way, can That's you right. hear the thunder outside? It's like really going crazy at my house. No, but I'm jealous. Okay. I'm jealous. Well, don't because I'm like, I have a recurring nightmare about tornadoes, which is for another um, show, but let's get into the good parts of the show today because yes. this is a little bit different of a show than we would typically do. Darren, we're usually rehashing a murder. We are making fun of small penises, et cetera, et cetera. I love a small penis. Do that's you? why that's our good. next guests are on today. <laughs> oh my I feel God. like they don't need any introduction. Wow. We're going to have to of hear course. what they say about this. Um, <laughs> now, we know you guys listening love our true crime episodes where we rehash our true crime television and documentaries. So we had to bring on our friends who are the TV experts in the podcasting world. I mean, that's there's no other way to explain them. These guys watch a lot of TV. Um, and we wanted to bring them on to talk about their best true crime shows that are out there in the streaming verse. Darren, if that's a word, I don't know. There's multiverse. It's there's, no, it's not. It's you know not. me and my no. Marvel stuff. But mm-mm, mm-mm. Um, why don't you intro everybody and bring well, them in? Well, I was going to say, these two are the only two other people, I think, John, that watch maybe more TV than I do. Because <laughs> right. I feel like I really watch a lot of TV. You do. So, you do. Uh, they're the co-hosts of the really awesome new podcast called TV BFFs, which they will so kindly explain. But they're also just great fun humans are our friends we love them it's dan brown and brandy crawford welcome hi guys hi hey i thank you for letting us talk about like small penises and things right i was gonna say thank you for talking listen i don't don't mind yeah okay see no brandy gets it we're not sure how dan feels dan's like i don't appreciate this listen in the spirit of pride i am confident in myself and all that i got going on so no worries okay look at ladies if you're listening hey hey welcome to the show guys now the show is called shaken and disturbed so we usually are drinking on the show full disclosure uh, I feel like my voice says it all, and I need <laughs> yeah, just need a, a touch of a break. Okay. I'm having a cool glass Don't of say water. hard water. Oh, today. here we go. <laughs> Our show is going to get canceled after this episode, Darren, if you're drinking water. I know. I'm a, I'm a shameful fine. human being. Um, John, what are you drinking? I'm having, um, I'm finishing up this coffee whiskey that was complimentarily sent to us. Is that a word? Complimentarily? No, it's not. Um, <laughs> but it's from the company. Complimentarily sent to us? Complimentarily? <laughs> it was free. Yeah, it was free. Yeah. That's the gist. It was, gist. Thank it you, was free for us. Yeah, it was free you. for us, free free for us. Yeah. courtesy free for of us. Shaken and Disturbed. Um, and I really love it. And I kind of forgot I had it, Darren, because, you know, the last couple of weeks we've been moving out of you know, I've been drinking a lot of whiskey on the show the last couple of weeks. What can I say? And a lot of Baileys, a lot of Baileys. And a lot of Baileys and a lot of vodka sodas for your birthday, et cetera, et cetera. But I forgot I had this whiskey, so I'm trying I'm trying to finally finish it. What about Dan and Brandy, who just yeah. brought it up right before we started? I was like, oh, yeah, we should have told you guys to maybe bring a drink on. So last <laughs> minute, were you guys able to make a drink before we start today's show? Yeah, a um, little wine, I, something quick. I texted oh. my brother uh, to bring me a beer, but... He's ignoring me. So wow. there's a chance that the door wow. may open at some point and a Miller and High a Life will come my way. Great. Um, I wish or that happened. I will often. get a text back being like, you can't have anything. <laughs> it is, it is no. the champagne of beers. So I do yeah. highly recommend your taste. Mm-hmm. Dan, what kind of red wine yeah. are you drinking? This is a, uh, a Cabernet 
it's a i'm trying to remember actually what it is it's just it's a it's a pretty standard red wine you no know, red it's a wine. cab yeah it's, it's a, a cab, cab. It's i can't cab. drink red wine a lot of people drink red wine for you know with their dinner or whatever but i get really bad hangover headaches when i Me drink too. red wine so I, I get tired unless I put ice in it. I don't know if it's like the warmth or something, which sounds wine? so, I know it sounds so grandma. Brandy, I see your face. Okay. It we is are on Zoom, podcast, But yeah. we are on Zoom so I can see the judgment coming from YouTube. And it's not fun to do a podcast this way. Normally I can't see John's judgmental face. I know, Darren, we never do it this way. Maybe we should moving forward. I don't know. Oh, great. So I can, I can feel more yeah. self-conscious than I already do. Wait, okay. if you guys aren't recording your podcast, then what are your lovely patreon fans uh getting exposed to um oh, well they get our live uh meetups which is very good ooh, and so that's true and Wonderful. exclusive videos sometimes of the gifts that john thrasher has bought me i can't say what they are here because the <laughs> knowing of those gifts are only for our patreon fans but... <laughs> yeah that's true um yeah. but darren I, I mean dan i think you might have misspoke because you are you obviously have already subscribed and like are the biggest patreon fan so <laughs> right right dan, I think you must exactly be confused. what you're getting. yeah right dan? Yeah, brandy knows to, well yeah. i like to let them pile up so i can oh, binge okay got i it. haven't huh. gone I haven't gone uh, back to do a proper mm -hmm. Patreon binge. Well, listen, Dan. Well, that wraps up this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Dan, the good news is if for some reason you accidentally hit unsubscribe, you can get 15% uh, off a yearly subscription today, Dan. So That's go and right, do Dan. that. Right on. Right, okay. Dan. All right. All right. Dan's like, All right. I, I got to get you. out of this. Dan's like, get He's me out convinced. of here. <laughs> um, well, this is okay. really fun. Okay. So today we're doing a little bit different, uh, a little bit of a different format for our show. Besides having our amazing guests, Dan and Brandy on, you guys have a really cool format with telev with discussing television. And it, I think it really sets your show apart from so many other TV podcasts. Let's be honest, there's a million of them, you know, yeah. and you guys really yeah. have come up with this really cool format. It's not just that you're BFFs, it's that the BFF is part of the criteria. Dan, tell us a little bit about how your show format works and then how we're going to do that on today's show. Yeah, absolutely. So we, Brandy and I are the TV BFFs. It's also the name of our show. And BFF also stands for our criteria, like you mentioned, which is how we talk about shows. We, we feel, you know, there's so much TV out there. There's plenty mm -hmm. of people talking about what's on right now, what's hot, what's trending. But there's so much that even with that, you really can't watch everything. You can't keep up. And what we found is that the shows that people care the most about, kind of their all-time favorite shows, really say a lot about who you are and, you know, yeah. um, your, your taste and, you know, just a lot about your personality and your experience. So we devised this BFF criteria where we have a guest onto our show and they pick their top six shows of all time based so on cool. the BFF criteria in these three categories that are best favorite in forever so you uh, see how cool see what they did mm -hmm. there guys it's got double meaning oh my god <laughs> <laughs> and That's so very cool so best is just like your all-time favorite like it's just like your it, it's just your best show your favorite is yeah what, how is that different than best your so your best is kind of like the show you think is just like the best made like it's so well right. done yeah. you know you're like this is really really good this is winning awards it's what your, you would give an emmy to is what you're trying to say yeah, right yes okay definitely gotcha. um your favorite is what is you know the show that like means the right. most to you maybe you loved it growing up maybe you loved it in college like there's this you hold it near and dear to your heart and then your forever shows are if you died tomorrow you're in the afterlife what two shows are you watching on a loop pilot to finale or most most current episode of it's still running yeah um infinitely forever for for eternity so right. fun and you guys have different guests on every episode right that's right. Yeah, we have um, other um, podcast personalities like both Darren and John. Have I heard those are the best the episodes. Yeah, I yeah, those are really good. Specifically, Darren's. Darren's yeah. was our very first, uh, our first interview cool. episode, and John's actually comes out. If you're listening to this, uh, I believe it just came out a couple of days ago. So yeah. both are available now. Amazing. But yeah, we I have all sorts of people from podcasters to actors, writers, storytellers, other producers. other producers, Brandy and I are both TV yeah. development executives. That's right. So we mm -hmm. create unscripted shows and documentary series for a living. So people mm -hmm. in our world will come on and talk about uh, their top six. It's, it's a lot of fun. 
And also, I will say, yeah, I will say ahead, just Derek. being a guest on the show, because uh, obviously I watch a lot of TV. And so for oh me, God. it was like, I think I told you guys, it was like, it's keeping me up at night. Like I was crossing <laughs> things off. I was doing Homeland well, storyboards with, with like <laughs> string everywhere. I was like, well, what would I take into hell when I automatically go there? <laughs> well, that's the thing. I, yeah. I, I do think we should amend it. The forever shows for this podcast, if you were murdered tomorrow. Right. And in yes. the afterlife. Yeah, yes. Thank well, you for that. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's right. That's I right. will say too, Darren, if you don't mind me saying like Darren, whenever she had her, her episode to record with you guys we were texting each other and she was like i don't know what to fucking pick and i'm like listen <laughs> it's just a podcast you're not being judged this isn't the holy days you know you're gonna be okay and then yeah. of course right after we recorded i yeah. forgot a good show that i didn't even mention <laughs> in my honorable mentions which was Bojack that's when you know that's when you know and you're a great like, what's wrong with me that <laughs> means you've seen so much television darren you forgot the even better even better ones you know i know i well, listen know. I, I mean but that's the thing about these lists is they're they're yes. a moment in time mm -hmm. right so it's a good point yeah you can put something in well and so what brandon want to do on on your show today is kind of do a version of a criteria <laughs> so we each have chosen a best a favorite and a forever show. So it'll be six total, but between the two of us. True crime no. only though, right? But, but they're true only. crime related. So related. Yeah, crime, scripted. crime, crime mm -hmm. related. Crime there are, there's, some, there's some scripted shows on here. Mm -hmm. We tried our best to have those scripted shows be either influenced by or inspired by actual true crime events, but yeah. yeah um, but one but that's again, not on the list that it could be would be like True Detective or something like that. Like a murder right. mystery-esque yeah. type of show. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Darren and I have been ranting and raving about how much we love our HelloFresh meals. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips so you can just enjoy cooking and getting dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes or less. HelloFresh offers 50 menu and market items each week, including ready-to-eat salads, sandwiches, and soups. That is a lot of options. And a few months ago, I was texting Darren about how good my uh, chicken tagine was, and she thankfully corrected me that it was called tagine. And it was absolutely delicious. I loved it from HelloFresh. And I learned a new word and recipe. So what more can you ask for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash Shaken14 and use code Shaken14 for 14 free meals, including free shipping. Wow. That's HelloFresh.com slash Shaken14 and use code Shaken14 for 14 free meals, including free shipping. So we should start with best yeah. then for the that's two of right? And I mean, that's the one we go with. Okay, so Brandy, true crime, best, you think it's just best made, what do you got? So I actually really went back and forth on this, but then I decided that what I really wanted to go with would be next uh, Seduced, um, mm. which is the story of the Nexium cult. Nexium. So um, what I was also thinking was maybe Dexter, because like I love Dexter when it was on, but I feel like it really fell off after um, the John Lithgow season. season. Uh, uh, once John Lithgow <laughs> yeah. is like, a, you know, it's just this like after, I mean. after yeah. we see Rita, like, well, I won't, spoiler alert it for you guys. Spoiler alert. Like, <laughs> I was like, we're done. Yeah. You don't so need true. to watch Pass Trinity Killer, basically. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> but like the Nexium doc was, incredible and i had just watched the vow which after watching the um after watching seduced so seduced was on stars the vow was on hbo the right. vow if you have not seen it yet is trash <laughs> way um, too long way, way too, too long. long the storytelling it's just like wait where are we who are you what is this what is the oh, vow about i'm no one's taking it's about the nixian cult it's about yeah yeah, it, yeah. so it. they both kind of came out at the same time uh the seduced was from the pov of I keep wanting to call her Ophira Eisenberg, and that is not her name. That I is... think her name is India. India. India, <laughs> India Oxen. Oxenberg. But, but Oxenberg, yes, because yes, her yes. mother, Catherine Oxenberg. Catherine Oxenberg, okay. Actress. Yes. Very beautiful, glorious family, it seems yes. like. She comes from opulence, it seems like to me. But yeah, they got her to do the Yeah, interview. she was, yeah, okay. so she was, so you really see it from her POV, whereas in The Vow, you were kind of seeing from people who had been kind of in the cult and were coming out of it. Um, and you didn't really get like kind of that inside view of somebody that like really got trapped by Keith Raniere, who is just the creepiest guy on the planet. And mm -hmm. how did this man do this, guys? He loved volleyball in short shorts. Well, listen, I'm in. And, 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 and very unfortunate length of hair. 
<laughs> have you ever noticed have you ever guys noticed that all cult leaders though kind of have that yeah, like all cult leaders have like 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 gra- salt and pepper long hair Ooh, and then they wear stringy. like robes yeah it's like yeah. Thick and stringy. <laughs> stringy. i'm like what is this it's so weird it's yeah. so weird john you'll be fine you just got a haircut you're not that's you're right not i'm super short I'm that's, not how we know. Thank you. <laughs> that's how we know thank <laughs> you but i mean i'm sure that all of your listeners are very familiar with the nexium yeah. cult but if, sure. you, if 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 you are not it is this i still don't really understand what it was it seems to have been like a self-help yes. to have like yeah. ex- executive success yeah but you paid tens of thousands of dollars to it's take also these known as classes. a ponzi scheme yes, yes. Exactly. yes. <laughs> tens yeah. of thousands of dollars to take these classes and the thing is is sometimes i kind of got it i was like when they went to like the retreats i was like you know what like, looks, i could be in this that looks really fun <laughs> i only need one friend to be like you know what brand like let's just go try it out like i yeah. always say like my friend yeah. christos i was like thank god we weren't in la in the <laughs> early 80s because we were scientologists Oh my goodness. It's one of it's us funny. would have gotten invited to a party and we'd be like, you know what? They're not that bad. It's funny because I was I was talking about my brother with this. John, I think you and I were talking about this, but my brother and I are like obsessed with cults and like why people get mm-hmm. into cults and just in general. And my brother was watching Seduce and he's like, you know, it's always like the first couple episodes where you're like, okay, yeah, I can better myself. Yes, this and that, I'm feeling it. And then the next episode's like, and then they cut her vagina open to sacrifice her. <laughs> and you're like, whoa, whoa, I'm out of this cult. You're like, I don't know how I got here. Like, it's all whoa. fun and games until then, yeah. It's but all that, fun and games until then. But that is the interesting thing about these yeah. cults. And I think why they're so psychologically interesting, at least to watch these stories, is like, how does someone get from A to triple Z yeah. Where, because mm-hmm. when you're watching, you're like, oh, of course, I would have seen that. I would have noticed. I would have stopped that. I would have, I would have, I would have. But until you're in it, it's really hard to tell. And I think, Brandy, to your point, I think that's probably why the seduce doc is the better one because mm-hmm. it's interesting. Like a lot of true crime docs, you can almost grade based on like the strength of the case. If it's a strong case, it's yeah. going to be a pretty good show mm-hmm. because right. there's the requisite twists and turns and, and all that stuff. Sure. Whereas the vow compared to seduce, it's the same story but told in a very exactly. different way. And one is just so much better than the other, which I think is why it's a good best pick. Yeah. Well, good job, Brandy. That's a great first one. Uh-huh. Dan, what was your best pick? So I need some help, guys. So I, I it's a debate. I'm between <laughs> okay. two classic all-time true Ooh. crime docs. Okay. The first one, we all know well. I'm sure your viewers know very well. It's The Jinx. Mm. The Life and Deaths of Robert okay. Durst. Uh and the second one is OJ Made in America. Mm. OJ I've Made seen in America both of these, the, I want to point out, by the way. OJ Made in America was the ESPN one, right? That was the ESPN, yes. like okay. eight part, 30 mm-hmm. for 30. Mm-hmm. It's like the uh, last dance. It was just fabulous. Yeah. It was just yes. fabulous. Yes. <laughs> I got you. Um, I got you. Another two documentaries starring just some all time creepers. Robert Johnson, <laughs> OJ Simpson. Yeah. Good way to put that. all-time creeper. Yes. Well, let me let me pose it this way. If we're trying to decide the category of the best, I've seen both. Yeah. Obviously, yes. mm-hmm. one is I want to say like four to six parts, and the other one, as you said, is like eight parts. So mm-hmm. length right. of time, you might get a little bit more. I think every I think everyone knew who OJ was before going into it, right? But this mm-hmm. was right. just so yeah. well done. We've all been captivated. Not a lot of people knew who Robert Durst was before no. the Jenks. But if that last spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen it, I apologize, but it's almost impossible to talk about the jinx without the spoiler alert at the course. end. Mm-hmm. Right. That's like if saying last... spoiler alert, OJ did it. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Oh, exactly. It's like, it's like he for did. legal reasons, by the way, he did not he did do not. it. He did not. He did not. I don't know all the rules. That's right. I feel <laughs> as though yes, he probably you. did it. We don't yes. need the OJ estate, you know, calling us um, up. Well, I think that shit's bankrupt by now. But anyway, um, we'll see about that. Um, but if that last five minutes of the hot mic incident, mm-hmm. I will say mm-hmm. that didn't occur, would you have thought the doc was as good? Honestly, yes. And I'll tell you okay. why. Oh. The reason it's on my list is I think, well, OJ first. I think OJ is on my list because it took a story that we all knew and really blew it out and showed all the wrinkles, all the depth, all the layers, all the yeah. people involved, like this incredible saga that's you know, so it was like it was America's a, sweetheart, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. we never, we forget that. Like he and was like, he was. Guy. And then yeah. this trial kind of birthed 
reality TV in a way. It was something. It was a it was a true story that everyone was watching before mm-hmm. TV. Yeah, before yeah. things really took off with like the real world. I mean, those shows were on, but they hadn't really quite taken off. It wasn't like a huge, yeah, uh, you know, um, global event like this was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was just really, really well done and and told a very layered story. And especially coming out of the thirty for thirty kind of umbrella. It wasn't a sports documentary like everything else was. It was right, a documentary about this incredible moment in time. Whereas the Jinx, I thought, was is different from anything else that I'd seen in this category because it really wasn't just about, hey, here are these murders. I wonder who did it. Let's see if we can figure it out and tell the story. It became a real time investigation, and it turned the camera on the filmmaker, and it was like. Yeah. Oh, we have this evidence now. And oh, now he's ducking our interviews. And oh, now he's doing this. And we got this brand new information. We're going to open it on camera. And like, it, you just really felt like you were a part of it, mm-hmm. unlike I'd experienced before. And I think that that might push it up over, over the edge. Mm-hmm. I would agree with you. I think one of the biggest differences in these two choices, by the way, I, I came up with my own best uh, forever and favorite. And the jinx was also... I was gonna say if you say Spice World, I'm gonna And Spice it. World was okay. the best and my favorite end forever. Me, okay, Spice okay. World was a movie, so it's it's not germane to this That's true. That's true. It, the, the rules do not matter when it comes to John Rush. It's my like, show. This is right. my show. That's right. No. And it is no. the Spice Girls. Throw the rules out the window. That's right. Yeah. Everything is always gonna be the Spice Girls unless otherwise noted. But um I think the way you described it is exactly why I would pick the OJ one for the best because When you get down to how the TV was made and just the journalistic integrity of it, like there was Mm -hmm. just so many great things about that. And the Jinx was great too, but like Darren just pointed out, I do think the big kind of water cooler moment that made the Jinx so popular and famous was the hot mic, you know, and the big Mm -hmm. twist. So I would say, Dan, if I were to be the judge here, um, I would say go with OJ if if you needed my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, I'm going to actually back him up on that and like piggyback off of that, but only because I think with Robert Durst and that story, like at, be- at best, he was a really creepy fucking dude, just like creepy looking, <laughs> creepy, everything like at best, like at best, right? Like uh, yeah. you know, at best, but OJ, like the reason the ESPN doc, I loved it so much was because, and we talk about this a lot on shaken and disturbed. And we certainly talked about it on Martinis and murder was like, these are still people, right? These can be terrible yeah. people that do mm-hmm. terrible mm-hmm. things, but like not everyone starts off bad. And sometimes it's like you had a really bad childhood or you met the wrong people in the wrong circumstance or you're mentally ill or this and that. And I think what the ESPN doc did was really show sort of the full person that OJ was yeah. mm-hmm. as opposed to just this monster that we know him kind of to be today, or at least the stigma about him being a monster today. It did show him being like, the Hertz guy, he was making so much money. Like he loved the fame. He was good to fans. Like, I do think that's part of the entire story of why this really was like America's murder. That's a good so, point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm back John up with that uh, choice. Well, thanks. So Dan, what is it going to be? You got to make a choice. This is your, this is the way it is on your show. Even our you case do here, now. buddy. You know what? You're absolutely right. And as will often happen on our show, <laughs> I came in thinking it was going to be one thing mm. and I'm, and I'm, and I'm going on You're record. Changing. And I'm changing from the jinx to OJ Maiden. There you go. Look what's happening. History is made on Chicken and Disturbed. Speaking of making moves, let's move back over to Brandy. Brandy, I think the next one is what? Your favorite or the forever? My favorite. 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 Tell us your favorite true crime doc or TV show or whatever of all time. This is exciting. I'm really excited. Of all time, my favorite, favorite favorite true crime show is law and order svu (laughs) okay i was like where is she gonna go with this intro i'm curious (laughs) guys okay i I gotta know why yes i gotta know why svu specifically because i'm the same way but when Mm. i really think about it i'm like why do i like like the rape ones like what is wrong (laughs) i mean well for i think it has to do with the fact that i was watching a lot of law and order svu when i was like 24 25 Mm -hmm. living in the east village (laughs) never going into any tunnels in central park (laughs) (laughs) making Um, life choices based on the show yes um but like we it was it was just you know usa it was just it's on the weekend it's like it's a law and order weekend and they have like themed saturdays and sundays of like what episodes are going to show and i just watched so much of it and i love olivia 
I yeah. love Stabler. Like I love. I mean, she Olivia, guys, you can't see this, but she's freaking out on the Zoom. Yeah, okay? like she is. honestly, I thought I saw Olivia once, and I almost <laughs> lost my shit. And it wasn't her. Just and to it, be wasn't, clear. it wasn't. It okay, wasn't. Got her. it. Okay. it was, Randy, I, I was an extra in Law and Order v- SVU when I was in high school, and I was playing the trumpet, and I sat next to the boy. It was <laughs> it was one of the rare ones. Shockingly <laughs> enough, it was one of the rare episodes where the female was the perpetrator was oh the, uh was this was the, yeah okay was the, was the bad one if you will and this boy student was the victim and mm-hmm. i sat next to him and uh this is a very yeah. strange band camp that darren went to when she was <laughs> yeah, in well, high yeah. school i played the trumpet bitch um <laughs> yeah, but i think I you're it. right brandy and i, I even think bitch. i played the trumpet bitch i think uh <laughs> law and order svu would have been on my list of like it's one of those shows yeah. for me that it's like, if it's on, I will watch. It could be on a mm-hmm. plane. It could be late night. It could be early morning. Like, it's just such a great show. The only gripe, my one gripe, which oh. obviously is is just a small gripe, is like when you see someone that you know that's like famous, you're like, oh, they're the killer. Mm. You know oh. what I mean? They, I mean, the formula for SVU is like so tried and true. It's like, exactly. it's always going to be, it's like, okay, you got your cold open, which like, yes, is it a dream of mine to be in a long order SVU cold open? <laughs> yes, it sure. is. Yes. I would love that. Like I'm the prostitute. <laughs> who, who do we have to send to get this, make I this know. happen? Who's listening? Brandy.Crawford yeah, at me.com. Um, <laughs> but... I, you know, and you always know that like the person that's the bad guy is going to be not the, it's not the husband, mm-hmm. it's whoever that other person is that they talk to. But exactly. isn't this exactly why we love these types of shows? Because like, even though we know what's going to happen here with the formula, we're always thinking like, maybe they're going to do it differently this time. And then like 45 seasons later, it's like, no, they're going to do it the yeah. same every time. But I, I think that's comforting though. Like to exactly. Point, like, why is SVU about the most traumatic cases, the one that we especially like? Especially for a woman, especially right. for women. Yeah. Well, I think that's because like maybe, I'm not going to speak for you, but is that because it's offset by the familiarity of the structure mm. where like, I know these terrible things are going to happen and it might be traumatic to watch, but I know it's going to end in a certain way. And that brings me some comfort. Well, yeah, I, like I know that I know that Stabler and Vincent are going to make it right. <laughs> and it's just, you know, right, like right. they give, I'm, I, I trust them and they've given me like a very unfounded trust in the NYPD. Um, sure. <laughs> which, like, for I'm decades just, at this point yeah it's like actually it's it's, um dan when we were talking about one of dan's uh, favorite shows is west wing and mm-hmm. you had said that like it you loved like what government could be from seeing west wing like right. svu it's like this is what the nypd could be that's so interesting that's an interesting way to look at, at well, it's like a, it is like a utopian society yeah. like every yeah. episode is just like a neat bow like wrapped totally. in like it's only it's only very rare where sometimes they do leave that cliffhanger on the court case and it's like mm-hmm. did he did he not like that yeah. they leave it and you're kind of like up for interpretation but it is a great great show so i'm yeah. very happy you picked it like that is totally worth it uh, Dan, what is your favorite, my man? My favorite true crime series is a scripted drama as well. Hmm. And it is a Netflix show that's only been on for two seasons, but maybe more. We're not sure yet. That show is Mindhunter. Oh, good one. I heard it wasn't coming back. Oh. Uh, well, and I'm very upset. It's, it's back and forth. So it was... okay. It, 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 this is sort of like a when David Fincher, who is uh, uh, a super famous and successful director who did uh, movies like Seven mm-hmm. and um, The Social Network and Zodiac, um, he created the show and runs the show. And it, and it feels like it's kind of a when he's ready, they'll do more sort of thing. Um, it's a good place to be as a director and a creator. Yeah, exactly. And I, I feel know. like working, I'm going to work, whether you like yeah, it or exactly. not. Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he's been spending his time on that movie, Mank, that I'm not sure any of us watch. Mm, but anyway. No. Um, but yeah, so it's the story of the people who kind of started the behavioral crime unit and started studying. At the time, they were known as sequence killers and kind of coined the term and started studying and in an attempt to understand the psychology behind serial killers. Um, oh, these are the people okay. that went into the prisons and interviewed 
Ed Kemper interviewed. Uh, it's a um, Johnny Douglas, John. Remember how we interviewed Johnny Douglas? Yeah, that's like, right. We did interview. Created him. the FBI profile system. This is him. Like that's he right. is. The, yeah. He is Johnny Douglas. Oh, wow. Yes. Jonathan Groff plays. Uh, that's a right. Johnny Douglas type. Right. His character's <laughs> yes. name is Holden Ford, but it's based on Johnny Douglas, who yes. I'm sure you guys know Johnny Douglas was also the inspiration for um, Jack Crawford in, you know, The Silence of the, the Lambs the Lamb. and Red yep. Dragon and also Will Graham and Hannibal. So like all of that, let me talk to the killer to understand the killer really came from, from these guys. And also his partner too, uh, this guy named uh, Robert Ressler. Uh, who sounds right. very familiar? Who, who yeah. actually coined the term serial killer. He was uh, um, uh, the partner there. The two of them kind of spearheaded a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Um, what you know, makes what it I your like favorite? A, yeah. You know, it's it just has. I thought about it for best. I really did, but I feel like the mm -hmm. best should have really needed to go to a, a proper true crime doc. But it could have been <laughs> in the running for best as well. Great. I think it's just yeah. like super well done. It's really creepy. It's really enthralling. I, uh, it's one of those, it's like very bingeable. I never wanted to wait, but then sometimes you have to. So mm -hmm. like, oh, wow, it's making <laughs> me pause my binge. This is something special. Um, but I really, really liked it. And then it kind of, uh, the characters are, are really great. The acting is really good. Um, season two touches on the Atlanta child murders in that case and the complications there. And it felt just kind of like, oh, wow, it's a, it's a period piece. It's in the 80s, right? So it's, it has a yeah. lot of these really kind of classic prestige benchmarks while also just mm -hmm. being like a really creepy kind of messed up hmm. journey through the psyche of serial killers. Amazing. So when, when, when Mindhunter came out and I, I watched it, I binged it, I loved it. Um, mm. John and I were doing our previous true crime show, Martinis and Murder, and we were talking about Ed Kemper and he used to make fun of me for feeling yeah. so empathetic towards Ed Kemper because oh, I was like, well, listen. if you watch Mindhunter, I was like, yes, Ed Kemper is a, a monster who killed a ton of people. No, I'm not allowing that. But he did change it around to then help create a way to catch future serial killers and helping our system to, to me that says at least part of him is fucked up psychologically in his brain to want to kill women for whatever reason with his mother which we we died when we dove in about but the other part of me shows this like humanistic side to ed kemper that a lot of people don't really know and mine hunters a scripted show opened my mind to that so listen all i'm saying darren is when you say you want to go on a date with the guy i think you're taking it a little bit too <laughs> far mean? did you say this darren <laughs> I, I yeah. mean, like, would Maybe. I put out? I don't know. Like, yeah. it would have to, does he I mean, lunch? Dessert, it's like, a lunch. Yeah, I would say it's a, it's a quick lunch. drink. It's a, it's a yeah. breakfast. Wow. It's a breakfast. What think it matters? It, this went on for many, many episodes, by the way. <laughs> and I think it even bled into our live shows. So we'll, we'll no. figure out Darren's problems another time. Um, but it is uh, a great show. John, I am recommending that. And here's what I think it's going to, yes, Jonathan Groff, you would absolutely love. And here's what I think it's coming back because in, in both seasons, they tease glimpses of this other person who's totally unconnected to the narrative. The flashes of that guy. The flashes of that guy that's, it's not a spoiler to say, because yeah, yeah. the internet has done all the sleuthing and it's become pretty clear. <laughs> um, the guy is Dennis Rader, who will eventually yes. be oh. caught as the BTK killer, BT but BTK. Mm -hmm. we know he doesn't get caught until 2005. And the show is taking place in the 80s. So like they're teasing the future oh. of where this stuff is going to go. So, and for that reason, I really I really hope it comes back because it's my favorite crime show. Yep. Blind, <laughs> torture, and kill the BTK killer. Very, right. very scary. Um, yes. Okay, here it is. Final we've to, round. We've come to our forever shows, but we're going to mm -hmm. watch forever. And I got to say, right now, if this list that you guys have, Lawn <laughs> for you, is definitely got to be my forever show because I would watch that a million times over. Mm -hmm. But uh, Brandy, let's leave this category. Uh, yeah. What is your forever show? Before we get edition. to it, yeah. before we get to it, let's do a quick check-in. Brandy and Dan, do you think that we're doing a pretty good job of do hosting this type of format that you guys have perfected on your show, TV BFFs, where anybody who's listening can go and subscribe right now. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I great. That's great. all you're doing a wonderful needed. job. You're doing yeah. a wonderful okay. job. That's right. Absolutely. We set people up to give us compliments on the show. So. <laughs> Back to and Brandy, like, everybody. If you, if you think you're the greatest host, just wait till you hear him as guests on TV <laughs> That's BFFs. Right. That's right. That's right. So Brandy, tell us, what is your forever show, the one you will listen to or watch in perpetuity in the afterlife? Okay, so um, Law & Order SVU was almost my forever show. 
Okay. But then there is another show that just has to be my forever show because I love it so much. In fact, I was just watching it last night. Okay. Um, and that is Snapped. Oh, um, hey. Like, Snap Sunday. Niche, like, snap. welcome to, like, me and my mom, like, on a Sunday. Okay? Like, <laughs> right, that's right. what we're doing. I got my husband into it. He's like, I've never watched a show before. I was like, well, sit down, because we got about Now's eight the time. more hours. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, um, like, 30 seasons of it, right? It's, so it's like it's you can watch so that long. literally. Right. You can watch that forever, in yeah, theory. It's, it's yeah. never going off. Yeah. Because um, women keep being crazy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's a good one for full disclosure for anyone who might be new here. I worked at Oxygen for eight years and I would say I probably have seen 90% of the snapped episodes <laughs> that have aired in those last eight That's years. Right. Um, what is your fit? What makes it your forever show? Is it just one of those things that you have on in the background? So in, in current life, so you know it will translate into the afterlife? Is that mm -hmm. what it is? I think yeah. so. It's just, I'm always, I'm, I'm always hooked from the beginning yeah. to the end. I'm just like, I know that it's gonna be, the woman did it. I know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. still have to watch and like make sure, like how did she do it? Like the episode <laughs> I was watching last night, it's like from the jump, it's like obviously the sister did it or the sister-in-law yeah. did it, like obviously. But then it was like, oh wait, but the mom confessed? Okay, wait, what? <laughs> no, wait. But the brother-in-law also said he was, but no, the brother-in-law couldn't have done it, but maybe he helped. The mom yeah, couldn't right, carry him yeah. down the stairs by herself. Like Brandy is the <laughs> ultimate true crime, like um, what is it called? Couch detective? What what is yeah, the yeah. armchair, armchair, detective. armchair yes. detective? I love I, that. Listen, I, love, I will look I for some that. clues. Yeah. Well, but I think to your point, I mean, if you have any of you on this seen The Sinner that aired on USA, then it came out on Netflix, three yes, seasons. The Jessica Jessica Biel. Biel. Yeah. I saw the first two seasons. I didn't watch three, but the first two. Okay, so, well, the first season is the best season. I will yes. say that. But it's I basically agree. like, you know, like, you know she killed someone. Like, you see it first episode. Like, that's yeah. not the big mystery. The big mystery is a why she did it type mm. of thing. And so mm. I think with Snap for you, it's like, okay, you know the you know the woman's gonna do it like mm -hmm. it's called snap like about that but you want to be like but why like what yeah. drove her to this madness mm -hmm. like betty broderick we talk about that a lot um you know you know in just a lot of ways that sometimes it's it's not as clear as the headline in a, in a newspaper will kind of make it seem and so i think snap does a really good job of kind of showing the ethos maybe behind mm -hmm. the murder which i think you are why did she do that and also like making like how you were feeling about um at Kemper, um, I often <laughs> am very empathetic with these women. It's like, but she drove you to it. Like, yeah. Exactly. You I'm keep like, messing with somebody, you're gonna get popped. Like, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that meme that's like, oh, she killed her husband, and it's like, good for her. Yeah. I just always think about that with Snapped. <laughs> also, you know, this is a great show for the forever category because for many, many seasons, my good friend. And actually she was an executive producer on the show. Sharon Martin was the narrator of Snapped. And she just oh, had, so she just had that <laughs> voice. We all remember from the classic Snapped episodes for, mm -hmm. I think Melissa up through the, Lewis. yeah. And like, Darren, I think you've met her. We had, we interviewed her actually on Martinis and Murder, but she was just has the best voice. And it's one of those voices that's like, she could read the phone book to you and you would be captivated by mm -hmm. what she's telling you, yes. you know? So that's a really, uh, a very good one. Any last comments about Snap before we get Dan's? Um, no, just it's, you know, I love it when they run it in strips. I know that they, I haven't really gotten into, they've, um, they've tried to kind of, there's a lot of offshoots. Of spin -offs, yeah. Yeah. Of about spin -offs. those, like, do you fuck with like, what was it? It's like killer couples or um, killer couples. You know, yeah. Buried in the backyard. Look, I, if a killer couples episode is on, like maybe I'll watch it, but it's not yeah. like I'm I'm a I'm a snapped originalist. Yeah, the original the original is usually where it is. Yeah, yeah. for sure. You're married, right, Brandy? I am. Okay, so you need tips to figure yeah. out how you're gonna kill your husband. <laughs> we just life. got that life insurance. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the life no. insurance. I'm gonna it's I'm gonna text always. your husband. I'll be like, if Brandy's taking is. out a life insurance policy on you, dude, you're it watching is. too much snapped. Yeah, I know. Like, That's so good. fair enough. Uh, Dan, all right, bring us home here. What is yeah. your forever show? I'm going to bring us home with what I think will be a, a crowd favorite. At least one of you, Darren, I think will really enjoy this <laughs> <Yeah>. pick. Um, <laughs> one of the Darrens. One will of enjoy the Darrens this. here, sure. As one of you, 
by which I mean Dareth. Um, yes, got it. Okay. But but uh, my forever show is one of the best shows of all time. Darren, you mentioned it on your episode. It didn't make your criteria, but it was close. My forever show is The Wire. Amen. Love the Wire. It. Great yes. show. I've never John... seen an episode of it. <laughs> But like, listen, literally, guys, this is this is my. I'm gonna murder him. This is what you do with. Like say this. he drove me to do it, right, Randy? Like he drove <laughs> yes. me to this. This is. I'm, I'm witnessing it right now. And let yeah, me say this: this week on Snapped, she found. I know out that's about to be. <laughs> her partner didn't watch one of the greatest shows of all time. I know. Listen, I've heard <laughs> my whole life, even before I was a true crime person. Like I would tell people I haven't seen it, they would just gasp in horror. Isn't just, it also I'm based? Ashamed of, I'm ashamed of you. Isn't also based in Baltimore, and I'm a huge Maryland fan. Mm-hmm. So, yes, like, I don't know why I'm not. It takes place in Baltimore. Yeah. All right, John, I'm there's a couple of Spice Girls cameos <gasps> if you watch close oh, enough. I don't want to tell you the seasons. I have to go I don't right tell now you the and seasons. watch it. Yeah. They're sprinkled throughout. You have to really pay close attention, <laughs> yeah. right, and then you okay. can see it if that. You can find all the Pokemon in it if, if that helps who's, you. If who's that, your crush? David Archuleta does all the music. Oh my God. Yeah, all the music. Stop. It's a lot right now. Emotionally for me. I love that Dan. I love that Dan. I know. That's and you called me not a fan earlier. Come uh, on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, uh, okay, don't bring so... David Archuleta into this. Let's stick to true crime. Dan, tell us why it's The Wire. Yeah, it goes without saying why The Wire, but give us your... Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, there's been much written and much discussed about why The Wire is one of the best shows of all time. But um, for me, it's a forever show because of its depth and its layers. And we've talked about this on our show as well. We've had guests come on and, and place this in their forever category, in fact. And that's that's the biggest reason is you can watch it over and over again and find new things, hmm. find new new wrinkles, new, new layers. Um, it's just such a packed show from that perspective that um and also too like each season kind of has its own feel i was just gonna ask about kind of motif and vibe like it goes from you kind of like you you know season one is kind of like your entry-level course here's all the characters here's the setting here's the surroundings here's the dynamics and then season two totally changes and you meet a whole new cast of characters and there's Hmm. still some of the others around and they don't you know cut everyone out but like the the world expands and then in season three it expands again and now there's this Hamsterdam plot. And then in season four, it's about Hamsterdam. the schools and the media uh, into season five. So like, there's just so much nuance and uh, so much depth that even though it's it's five seasons, so probably between the five, like 60 or so episodes. So not mm-hmm. a ton for a forever show, but I think each episode is so packed that uh, I could watch it forever and, and be a happy camper. Yeah, I mean, John, one thing you should know, and 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 Dan sort of alluded to this in the exact way, it's basically how the drug war affects all different factions. So it's the actual oh, okay. drug dealers on the street, their family, the children in the community of that, the politicians and how they sort of handle the drug war. And just like, I'm obviously not a fan of the drug war, so I do think it's a very good landscape on what happens, especially when you arrest, you arrest low offenders for a drug crime and how when you put and let's be fair, mostly black and people of color away for non-offensive drug crimes, how that really is pervasive throughout the community. But it does it in this way that's like, it's not in your face necessarily. It's not saying, look at this. It's like, here's an an actual example of like what happens in a drug deal, what's going down, what they're fighting for, what they're trying to do. But you put this guy away or, you know, they grow up killing and that's the only thing that they know. And so it's really very intellectual and very smart and very nuanced um and and i don't know if i don't know if you found this dan but you know how they have that quote at the beginning of each episode i love finding when they're gonna like say like who says that quote and under what context like i love that stuff yeah Yeah, but but to your point darren too like so this isn't this is um the only show on my criteria that isn't specifically based on a true crime but correct i think it feels very true to life even yeah. though it's not about one specific <laughs> crime, it, it's about like kind of crime in society. And it shows mm-hmm. the layers of like, the cops aren't even close to always being good or always right. The media, yeah. the politicians, mm-hmm. right. It shows the the good and bad on all sides. And you root for a lot of, you know, the drug dealers for a lack of a better term, right? Like you root and those are the protagonists in a lot of the ways. So it really kind of upends a lot of just kind of your basic level the, knowledge of the quote unquote drug war and who's right and who's wrong. And the drug war is a assume. crime in my opinion and is murdered and killed a lot of people <laughs> yeah. in my it's, opinion for no reason. That's no, my opinion on it. I'm not saying it's other people's, but that's no. why I love the show so much because it well, reflects it's, that. 
I'm sorry, I keep almost interrupting you, Darren. But, you know, on this topic, actually, Barack Obama just posted today about a guy who was sentenced to 30 years in prison for a first time nonviolent drug offense who Barack Obama gave clemency to. His name is John Gargano Jr. And there's a whole story. I read this whole thing today on Barack Obama's Instagram. If you're listening and interested, you should go check it out. This guy was granted clemency and then just uh, graduated from NYU with a 3.9 GPA and just turned his whole life around. And Darren, I know you and I have talked so much about rather than just putting people in a cell and like letting them rot, like why not rehabilitate them and Mm -hmm. hope for the best. And I think Mm -hmm. the wire, it sounds like the wire gives a little bit of a perspective of all these different types of things that happen as a result of the drug war that's happening in the, in our country, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's a great, uh, that's a great show. Like I got nothing else to say, except that's just like a fantastic show. And and Dan's right. I learn something new every time I rewatch that show, a new character, a new this, like when you first saw Snoop, I think, I think it was Stephen King or Steven Spielberg. I want to say it was Stephen King describe Snoop as like the most menacing female character in any mm-hmm. sort of uh, right. scripted show of all time. And also to be fair, and I don't think you said this, Dan, a lot of the actors just like in Pose and everything are actual people from the streets. So it oh, wasn't not like, that's cool. they're Baltimore not locals. famous. Yeah. yeah, like they got Baltimore locals who are kind of, you know, doing the hustle to play, to be in this uh, show. So some of them are famous actors but not every single one of them. I'm so that's kind of a really Baltimore cool. local. Can I be in the show sometime? Is it still airing? No. Is it still? No, no. It's, it's long over. It's long All right. over. Yeah. yeah. And so right. The, the Funko Pop War hasn't killed as many, <laughs> nearly as many people as the drug war, but it's well, close. Oh my God. God. Can you imagine Funko wire Pop Funko Pops? Wire. Yeah. yeah exactly. We're moving off, moving away from this, guys. Um, so, but since but, David but, Archuleta is doing the music, I will be checking that out very soon. He was probably not the, born when this show came out. <laughs> of the main six, we all have to choose one to recommend to John. But before we do that, what were some of your honorable mentions for both of you? Brandy, do you have yeah, a few that ones. like didn't, yeah, close ones that didn't make the list and why didn't they? Yeah, yeah. So some close ones that didn't make the list. Um, Dateline. Love me. Love a Dateline. Love Dateline. That it could have been a favorite. Yeah. Um, unsolved Mysteries. Mm. The Loved old it. version or the Netflix um, version? The old version. I haven't watched the Netflix version yet. I heard it's like um, as but good that's, as the But that's original. why I didn't go onto my list because I was like, I haven't, it would have also been a favorite, yeah. but like, I, I probably haven't watched it since, I don't know, like the late nineties. Right. It was, yeah, it was something that like, I really enjoyed like growing up. My friend and I, my best friend and I would call each other on the phone and we would watch it together because oh, we were so cute. scared. I know. Yeah. <laughs> you, you have to have somebody um, on the phone. Yeah. Just because we're all around the same age, did you ever watch um what is it? Uh with John Walsh. What is it? America. Oh my god, America's most, most wanted. wanted. Yeah, America's yeah. most wanted. My family, we watched it together. And I was like an eagle-eyed Karen back in the day. I'm looking <laughs> out. Dude, John like, Walsh. If I see something, see I will definitely be saying something. Are you kidding? That's a great show that's not talked yeah. about. I mean, I think we that's talked true. about John Walsh, but but uh America's Most Wanted was like a family show. I don't yeah, know weirdly, why. Like, uh, from my hometown. Oh, okay, Dan. Oh, okay. Wow. Fun connection. Yeah. Right. Wait, weren't other... un- I'm sorry, yeah. weren't Unsolved Mysteries and I feel like they were aired back to back. Like, wasn't they were? Like... They were ve- the same. I was gonna era, say, so it was like mm-hmm. the same okay. type of. Yeah, that's why it brought up my True mind. True Crime like, Thursday. Yeah. yeah. I want to say else? Fox. It's probably Fox, right? Yeah. Probably yeah, Fox. it was Fox. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. else did you have, Brandy, on your um, uh, back? I also had, um, and I think that this was um, just a doc. It wasn't several episodes, which is why it didn't go on. But I really loved it as much as you can love a true crime something. Mm-hmm. But um, American Murder, The Family Next Door. It was the um, Chris Fox. Right. Oh my family, god. That, that and how just I just love that was gonna go into my best. Like I loved how yeah. they did that, how it was like all through her social media and like really is like, oh my god, like we really do you can trace a person's life through their social media posts. Like you it's it, it was just like it was really crazy to kind of really see it all strung out because like you know i think like oh like i post an instagram story here or post a you know mm-hmm. facebook thing there but it's like if you put all that together it's like oh you can definitely see i mean not as much anymore because i feel like i've become a lot more like um 
not as posty but like oh my god if you go back to like 2008 2009 like the beginning oh. of twitter oh god oh dear yeah. watch out <laughs> we, had to, we had to go private on twitter brandy's getting canceled guys <laughs> yeah very like... quickly no but to talk to to your point i will never forget darren whenever we were at crime con a few years ago and one of our yeah. live panels mm-hmm. was the new chris orleans. watts that's right it was new orleans the chris watts story and it had just kind of happened we had, I mean, Darren, how many people were in that room? There had to have been 500, 600 people. And it was silent. They were listening to every single detail we had. And it was great. You know, like that's what you want as, um, you know, performers on a stage telling a story. But I just remember thinking like, wow, this story has really captivated an audience in a way that not a lot of other stories have over Mm -hmm. the, over the years and decades of true crime. So Mm -hmm. that's a good one. It's because he is good looking. I think that when is pe- when is. people are when murderers are good looking. Yeah. I feel like people or are rich. just more or rich. Yeah, people are just more interested, which is like really like fucked up and sad because like everybody is, yeah. like every murder is terrible. But like yeah, yeah. But even like if you look at like Jeffrey Epstein, like yeah, because he was so rich and had all these powerful mm-hmm. friends, like people were paying attention to that. But unfortunately yeah. I feel like that happens a lot of times. And that's why other mm-hmm. things don't get solved because like, you know, like we talk often about like um, Jean Benet Ramsey and just mm-hmm. the, the headlines on that case. And I do think if I had to put my assessment on it, I think their race and oh, yeah. our dynamic within their community made sure that that case never got solved, even though mm-hmm. I think we all have our inclinations towards it. Whereas another, you know, we talk about um, these twins, these, these two um, black twins that went missing and like, no one gave a shit. And yeah. we're like, well, why didn't you mm-hmm. fucking get a shit? Like, like, yeah. what, like, it plays so much into it to your mm-hmm. point. Um, mm-hmm. And I think with Chris Watts, it was like this good, wholesome, white American family mm-hmm. with this horrible trauma to it. Well, and also don't forget the the fact that he was giving media interviews hours after this happened. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, there's so much weird psychology around it as well. Yes, he was certainly good looking and that contributes, but then like, even like when he went to jail and he's like, I keep a photo of my family in my jail cell. And I'm like, what you know so there's so many layers so yeah exactly um those were really great any last ones brandy before we move over to dan's honorable mentions no okay dan tell us that's okay dan (laughs) tell us what your honorable mentions were and i feel like you've thought a lot about this i have i can just tell yeah okay let us know what they are yeah i'm making my business thinking way too much about tv shows (laughs) that's what i do um that's true so uh, a couple to stay on the the doc series. A couple that were close, but just didn't quite resonate as much as the Jinx and OJ Made in America. It might be they were just more recent. Mm. Um, Don't fuck with cats. I thought it was a wild ride. Mm-hmm. Darren talked about this one for weeks. Yep. Yeah. First Absolutely off, you know I was going to watch it because I believe in the title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're aware of your just, cat uh, enthusiasm. Uh, yes. That yeah, one. Okay. That one was wild, and that's one that like. I think Brandy, you may have recognized this as well. Like, will come up often in like development conversation. Like, oh, mm-hmm. it's like don't fuck with cats meets, right? This mm-hmm. sort of like internet inspired, very interactive feeling story, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one, and this might be because I spent a lot of time in Utah amongst Mormon folk, <laughs> but uh, okay, abducted in plain sight. Also, mm. oh, so good. We talked to Jan. That's uh, right. We we talked to her at CrimeCon, and what? she was. She was, she was fascinating. I mean, she wow. was just, just everything. Wow. And you know, I, I, I seem to remember this, John, and correct me if I'm wrong, because yeah. it's been a couple years. Um, but she was like really at peace with mm-hmm. like what, like she kind of it seemed to me that she had like forgiven her parents. I was just gonna say that kind yeah. of right. being so what I think we would probably judge as maybe callous or negligent in a lot of ways. But she was. Thoughtless. Very at peace. Uh, very thoughtless. Yes. You could tell that she, and hopefully I'm not speaking out of turn for her, but you could tell that she had processed it. Maybe she'd gotten a lot of therapy. She was not someone who wanted to position herself as a victim. She wanted to position herself as somebody yeah. who had been through a lot and hopefully her story will prevent things like that happening in the future. And yeah. we, Darren and I ran with that because we love that kind of stuff, especially in an inter- a live interview. Um, so yeah, she was like very great fascinating. Show. Yeah, great yeah. show for sure. If you haven't seen it, highly recommend. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
Um, I also wanted to, because then Brain and I were talking, like, are any comedies going to be on this list? Are there any, any, any funny <laughs> shows on this there. list? So yeah. I racked my brain. We thought of a couple. I just want to mention real quick. If you had to choose a comedy, if we were sure. going the, the hardcore rules, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. Brooklyn yes. Nine-Nine would be there. Uh, Reno 911. Reno 911. Good one. These are more, more on the, the law and order end of things. But then also, <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Trial and Error. Sounds so familiar, but I don't recognize it. Trial and Error was on NBC for she only. She got the beer. Two- oh, she got the highlight. Oh, beer. delivered. At the end of Finally. the damn episode, tell your brother what the hell. Like he's babysitting. I can't. I. I'm... Okay. Like... Look, she's wasting no time. Wow. She's like, let's yeah, get this thing off. going. Got like a five minutes left. Let's <laughs> exactly. Okay. Go um, ahead, Dan. Keep no, going. No, but though. but Trial and Error is basically like a mockumentary spoofing all of these oh, crime yes. docs, like That's the right. Jinx. Yeah. That we've been talking about and it's uh the first season john lithgow is in it and plays the, the person who's accused of a crime and it's like this kind of inept lawyer and this you know kind of backwards bumbling you know rural town um and they got to solve this crime and it's really funny and really leans in hard to like the doc the true crime doc tropes in Love a way that. that that you guys and your viewers i think your listeners would get a real kick out of it's only two seasons so a quick watch trial and error uh, really right. fun if you want some lightness but still want to stick with the crime mm-hmm. um, and then my only other two were both one season wonders one was inspired by a real case one was not the first one is unbelievable uh the rape, the Nef- the rape the ne- one the netflix <laughs> yeah. show about the young woman who was raped and was not believed by the Ugh. cops uh and not until years later when some at the time, unrelated cases were brought to the attention, and all of a sudden, it's like this multi-statewide case mm. brought two different uh, female detectives together, uh, played by uh, who was it? Mary Tony Weaver Collette and Tony Collette. Weaver. Yeah, mm. um, that was really, really, really good. Can't be on a list because it's only one season. Um, for me, you, get, you guys make the rules here on our show. <laughs> no, no, I no. I mean, my personal I'm thing. I'm teasing. Like, it's it, it's got to be really good. Yeah, no, I to, get it. To go yeah. on a list and only be one season, and then the other one, very, very recent, is Mayor of Easttown, which Darren. This is Darren's moment. Oh. Well, I have, I have a, I have a. Uh, huge I, I Jones, a uh, huge crush on Kate Winslet. <laughs> yeah. so anything, sure, she's Kate my. That's her David Archuleta, just to make that clear. <laughs> that's right, and the fact that she's just like, like hoovering hoagies the whole time and drinking yeah. beer. I'm like, this yeah. is my wife. This, this is, is you. This, yeah. this is me. This is my. This is my reflection of myself. Oh my gosh. Um, I. I watched Mare of Easttown. I don't want to spoil it just because it no did spoilers. kind of come out soon, ra- rather yes. recently. So it's mm-hmm. understood. I'm sure it's still on people's lists. But I personally thought, how many episodes is it? Seven? Uh, it was seven, I believe. Yeah. I, feel Kevin, I thought it like really kicked into gear in like episode five or six, whenever that five. big scene happened. Five. Okay, five. Yep. I thought it was like a good build, little slow, but I definitely think worth the payoff towards the yeah. end. I loved I love the sense of place. It takes place in Delco County outside Philly. The yeah. accents are all on point. It again, it feels very true to life. It feels like, oh, this is a community that I can right. see mm-hmm. existing. And these are the people that live there. It also felt like more um humane towards the victims in the storytelling. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just a naked dead body in a river. You got to know the right. victim in that first episode before that person uh was killed. And there's other victims as well that um it did a, it just had a really uh a really um kind of light touch on that i guess but it like a that's not the right way to say it um just very um well well thought out and, and yeah like it was a very well thought out story like line saying, show yeah. um and then it ended in a in a crazy way but really was about like these relationships and these friendships darren i will say though and, and i won't spoil anything yeah but don't. after episode four i texted on my family group chat and i said here's my wild drop the mic prediction and i got every single thing correct wow like, look, at didn't, this didn't beat. look at didn't this beat what a flex not only, on not only and who but why <laughs> and i won't say anything more than that i've never posted about it i don't want to spoil anything to anybody but i just needed an audience of at least a couple people to say I called it three weeks out and i was totally right and nobody, the, this is and, and i didn't see anybody else predict it correctly Quite this honest. is the reason Dan wanted to be on the show. He was like, by the way, guys, I predicted Mary of Easttown. Can I come on and <laughs> tell your listeners? He was waiting. Like, yes, right. Dan, you can come on and tell all thousands of our listeners. No, um, that's actually really interesting. Darren, did you correctly it, it, predict? 
I actually, so I knew like, it's hard you know to say Kate that's Winslet. spoiling, but I knew, I mean, I knew it wasn't Kate Winslet. Like I knew exactly <laughs> who they were reaching towards who it wasn't. Mm. I actually thought in some stupid way it was going to be. Uh, Should we not say? Related to the person it ended up being related to the related yeah, to that sure. person yeah, and it yeah, did it yeah. so that's why i thought it was going to be and it sure. wasn't that but i don't I just, again i just went the extra mile without, i went yes, the extra mile yeah you did the extra work um <laughs> so wait before we give our rex john of all the things that they've yeah. talked about what have you seen in the in that in that original six list you've seen yeah. snapped you've seen, I've seen Order so SVU. much snapped that mm -hmm. i might as well just make that the big one because i've pr probably spent a good probably thousand hours watching snapped i feel like <laughs> over the last eight years um i've seen snapped i've seen the jinx i loved love love the jinx it was my best for sure um i saw oj made in america i watch dateline okay. often i watch unsolved mysteries whenever i can catch it um i didn't see don't fuck with cats though because i heard there's a scene in it that i don't want to see um i don't know if that's even true it but... gets right close to what like, okay. you know, I'm an animal lover. I know, I, can, I know. I You're the reason I don't watch it. So I'm saying, some you cover can do your some eyes of this. Watching. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, so those are the ones. Um, so, uh, Brandy, what would you recommend to John to watch out of all the picks? If he had to watch one, what are you recommending for him? Um, I think that you gotta watch The Wire. That's the one I'm leaning towards. So I'm yeah, probably, like, as a Marylander just, at least. It's so good. It's, and yeah. it's just, it's such a, it's such a good show. Like, I mean, obviously it wasn't on my criteria, but like it, yeah, yeah. I, I recognize how great of a show it is. And I had also never seen it. One of my friends was like, gave me the DVD. She's like, you have to watch this. And I was like, <laughs> this looks like really dark. <laughs> not, I don't know. <laughs> I'm watching SVU, yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> But then my husband was really into it. He was like, you got to watch it. And so he rewatched it with me and it, it's great. So that's all right. That's what I'm saying. Okay, Dan. Dan. I would have said the same, but for the sake of good podcasting, I'm going to say Mindhunter um, <laughs> mm, because th mm -hmm. that's, that's right behind the wire for me on things you should watch. I think you talk about these cases so frequently, it'll give yeah. you a, a different insight and a different kind of look into these serial killers but also yeah. how the whole you know the whole like discipline was created of talking about these these people and, and what they do in the crimes and the psychology behind it um and then maybe you also want to go on a date with ed kemper at the end Who knows? maybe maybe it happens to the best of us those were going to be my top two i do okay. think in terms of just being in the zeitgeist if you you I can't really say. live on without seeing the wire like it's such yeah. a mm -hmm. it's such a pop culture touchstone to so many people in our yeah, era sure. that have seen yeah. it and it's always like top five series of all time it's like the mm -hmm. sopranos like it's just like amazing so it's so funny like so many over so many years at oxygen when we were true crime i would be in so many meetings where people would reference the wire and i'd be like um let me just check my phone really quickly while you guys talk about this show that i definitely right. should have been watching and never did so i think it'll be the wire i'm going to get around to mind hunter can you guys just let me know is jonathan groff shirtless at any point within mind there's some sexiness. there's there's, yeah. there's some butt there's some sexiness there's some i'm sorry did you say there's some butt there's some places okay i'll be um i'll be making that a priority right away <laughs> he's straight in it john so just even better, you know, probably to be completely yeah. honest. Yeah. That is well, your type. It's <laughs> my type. Unavailable um, straight men. That's fine. Well, Whole honestly, other podcast. Exactly. Thanks, exactly. Darren, well, for that. Appreciate it. I'm just, yep. you know, shouting out the fans. I won't be watching any of this with out. you, Darren. I'm just going to make That's, that clear right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, but thank you both so much for yes, coming on to our show. So like we had, so you like you recommended our listeners are going to tell us uh if they agree with you if they disagree with you we always want to we want to hear it tell us what your um bff true crime version is on social what is like let us know if you yeah, hate know. what they think if we forgot <laughs> major things sure if you I'm wanted sure to add I'm, a lot. Mm, yeah or if you have recommendations for them that we can pass along yeah. uh we would love to know and for you guys where can people find you it's, it's um, wherever you get your podcast social media tell the audience where they can find you yeah you guys can find us wherever you get your podcast we are tv bffs um you can find us on instagram at tv bff podcast great instagram by the way you guys are it killing is. it there love the graphics yes, yes. 
Um, and you know, uh, we would love for you to listen. We drop new episodes every Friday, Dan, and am I missing anything? Nope. Every Friday throughout the summer, um, yeah. awesome. season one will, will be, uh, plenty of great interviews. Brandy and I reveal our own criteria in a special two-part episode oh. that just mm -hmm. came out. We also, um, have a couple other surprise and, uh, uh, special episodes in addition to our, our many, many great guests. So mm -hmm. lots of really great fun stuff coming up. We talk about so many shows. If you love TV, it's <laughs> a podcast for you. We've talked about literally over like we're halfway through and we're like 150 shows plus. Oh my God. That's yeah. pretty That's well, and I will say Brandy is a lover of the challenge like I am. So yes. for any of our listeners who are always wanting to talk about the challenge, you've got to listen to Brandy because she knows. No, Just sorry, Brandy. Uh, <laughs> Darren's like, yeah. now we're fighting. Now we're yeah. Fight. Everyone's fighting Darren at the end of this episode. Are you kidding me? I mean, yes, you love it, Dan. But I feel like Brandy's enthusiasm towards it is a little yeah. bit more palpable. Okay, because you're like, you're like, you're like a Friday Night Lights guy. And, and I did base my bachelor bachelorette party on she the challenge. And oh she my sent me God. the video. Like she sent me the yeah. video. No, so but, like, okay, <laughs> just the show that made me want to be a TV producer. TV producer. Okay, fine, whatever. Um, and can people follow you guys on social media? Though Brandy, I know you're you're so busy posting these days that I'm sure your Instagram. <laughs> I do. She's I scrubbing have, her. I have, I have yeah. a lot of story content. Stories were yeah. made for me because they disappear. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you want to look at my stories, I'm at Brandy Crawford, Brandy with a Y, Crawford like Cindy. Dan, where can people find you on social? Yes, I'm on Instagram at Deebs on TV. Um, I talk about TV a lot, as you can imagine. Uh, we don't touch on it as much on our show, but I'll talk about new stuff, recent stuff, things I'm watching and loving and binging, all that sort of good stuff. Cool. Well, I love it. This was I love so it. fun. This was so fun. And guys, you can follow us at jthrasher at Carpet Darren. Please uh, rate, review, subscribe, and let us know what you think of this episode on our social medias for sure. Thank you both so much. I can't thank wait for round you. two where we'll have a whole new slew of shows, I'm sure, on yes. both ends. So thank you both so much. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Bye, guys. Bye.